Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? Never mind, I think I found it. Hello, zombie chasers. Welcome back to Scream City. I'm your host, Monica. And I'm Jessica. And today we're talking all about Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) Guys, I love this movie. And so much. And I think you'll notice throughout the episode how passionate I am about this movie. It's a a good one to be passionate about. (laughs) Yes. I do have a confession, though. I was pretty late to watching this movie. Um, I think the first time I watched it was about three or four years ago. Yeah. Um, But the second I watched it, I got hooked on the rest of the trilogy. So shout out to Hot Fuzz and World's End. Absolute chef's kiss. They are like chef's kiss. They're amazing. Dude, I completely get it. Yes, I will admit, I have not seen World's End. Boo! (laughs) But I have seen Hot Fuzz, and Hot Fuzz is good. Um, I think what I love is how these movies have nothing to do with each other. Just the fact that they are connected by their humor and the creators. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do believe that the name of the trilogy comes from the ice cream that was used for the hangover cure for Mm -hmm. Ed in Shaun of the Dead. Cornetto. Yeah, Cornetto. Yes. But um, it was actually something that um, worked for Edgar Wright in real life. So a little bit of a trivia thing for you there. (laughs) That's cute. I don't think I knew that, but... Mm -hmm. Before we hop into talking about this sick classic, mm-hmm. Monica, what have you been up to? Any fun anecdotes you'd like to share? <laughs> um, well, uh, so I finally left my job where Woo-hoo. I was working. Yes, where Jessica and I basically met. Yes. Um, I had my last day. Um, so I'm moving on to a different clinic. I'm very excited. It was a little bittersweet saying goodbye to some of my coworkers, but I had a really good last day. Um, I will be going back, but as a client, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, same. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit more pricey, um, because one of the doctors there is my cat's vet. So it's not a solid goodbye, right. but, um, oh I'm, dude, uh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> were you going to say something? I was just going to say I'm, I'm going back next week. <laughs> oh, oh, that's for, right. You have to take for, your dog. Yeah, no, yeah. And my cat. And your cat. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not, you know, completely leaving this place, but we're mm-hmm. leaving as employees. Right. <laughs> Um, but dude, I started watching The Patient on Hulu with Steve Carell. Yes. And is it... What? I, I don't want to pronounce oh, his first name. Domino Gleeson. Is it Domino Gleeson? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's great. Harry Potter? Yes. You're lying. Yeah. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yes, ma'am. But yeah, it's so good. 10 out of 10 would recommend. The only thing is, it don't, it, so it just started mm-hmm. and it's something that they're, um, what is it? Like, it's coming out every Tuesday. Okay. So, right now, there's only three episodes. Okay. I watched the first two, and I, I hate, love it, because they're only, like, 23 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So, my ADHD is like, I'm hooked. I want to know more. Right. I want to know more. But they're only 23 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> and it leaves off on a really good cliffhanger, so. Interesting. It's really good. Definitely should watch it. Um, but, dude, the queen died. <laughs> The, the queen, the her queen majesty, died, has dude. passed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Um, but, yeah. that's Isn't it crazy? It's crazy. She uh, could have treated my girl Megan a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, very fitting, as we're talking about a British movie. That's true. I swear we did not plan this. <laughs> we had Shaun of the Dead in mind for weeks. Okay? Yes, she yes, just ma'am. happened to pass one day before filming. Before filming. <laughs> so, that is not her fault. Okay, we didn't manage. Don't come at don't come at us for that. Exactly. Um, but yes, you did 
tell me about the patient. And I think I told you that I even walked in on my brother watching it too. And I saw Steve Carell and I was like, oh, Oh, okay. He he does so good in this. Yeah. It's, uh, I just love Steve Carell. I need to give it a watch. Another person that I just genuinely love. Oh my gosh. Um, he needs to be in more movies. I don't know if he He does. And this is, I think, something a little bit more on the darker side of Mm -hmm. what we're normally seeing him in. We're we're normally seeing him in like comedies and stuff. And this is pretty dark and... I love it. I love what he's doing with the character. He plays the psychiatrist mm-hmm. in the in the show, and I I love it. I love mm-hmm. it so much. There is there is an uh, there's a scene where he yells, mm-hmm. and he does like that, uh, like that Michael scream, like where oh, he yells. Like I goes, love ah, that. Like it's it's so. Does it kind of sound like Gru? Yeah, like it sounds so Steve Carell. <laughs> oh and I'm my like, gosh, I, can't I love it. Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm currently watching Devil in Ohio, dude. Me too. Me and Melody started watching it. Okay, so... So good. I'm only on the first episode. Well, no, I finished the first episode. I started the second episode, but, like, I got five minutes in. Yeah. So far, so good. It's not... I I will say, it's not terrifying. It's not. It's not scary. (laughs) Melody was watching it. Uh, She goes, I'm watching the acting. She goes, not not in a bad way. She goes, but I could do this. Oh, 100%. (laughs) 100%. Um, Yeah. And the only other thing that has come up in my life is nothing too crazy. Okay. But Niall Horan and James Phelps in the same area. In fact, they took a picture together. Where? They did like a celebrity golf thing. Oh, that's cool. And it was absolutely beautiful. Okay. I need to send you all the TikToks. Yeah, and all please the pictures. don't. I will. I will. <laughs> I literally, don't. I was like, oh my God. I'm tired of waking men. up and finding literally 20 unseen TikToks uh-huh. from you. Okay, but, but anywho, anyway, mm-hmm. um, finally diving into the movie, mm-hmm. um, I haven't watched or I if you haven't watched this iconic movie by now, what are you doing with your life? I'm just kidding. But basically, it's a satire on modern society because at the beginning of the film, you see humans already sort of acting dead um, at their job and just on the streets yeah and this could be because they're tired from their nine to five or they've just like gotten mentally slower because of technology or being on their phones consistently so i always appreciate a film that shows the realism of modern society dude i 100 percent agree and that's so true i think a really good depiction is when he's he's walking to the corner store for the first time Mm -hmm. that we see like at the beginning of the movie and um you know, and everyone is just sort of living their life, but mm-hmm. they seem so dull about it. Right. Um, as well as when he's, you know, taking the bus to work and literally everyone is staring just straight ahead mm-hmm. with like a dead look and even him. And you can just see it like they're kind of looking past the camera mm-hmm. or a little bit at the camera and they just all look so like so already. dead. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but you also s- sort of see it at the end, too. So when they begin using the actual zombies mm-hmm. for entertainment because everyone has just become so brain dead with like media and stuff. Right. So it's like we don't even second guess like when it comes to like reality TV shows and mm-hmm. things like that or game shows. Like it was just so funny to kind of see that. Um, I guess like a uh, what is it? Like a symbol yeah, of, yeah. of that, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I do remember watching this movie when I was in middle school and I remember liking it because <clears throat> I was re watching it. Um, but I don't think it was something, I don't remember this sticking with me forever, um, and that it stayed with me because I recently rewatched it and I liked it. And I honestly felt like I was rewatching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of things that I, you know, had to remind myself, not remind myself, but I kind of caught for the first right. time. So, 
Um, that always feels good, you know. Um, but I would also like to mention pretty, really quickly, like, our title. Yes. So Jess and I, we kind of shoot out ideas when it comes to quotes for, we want to use quotes as the titles for mm-hmm. our episodes. And we just kind of throw out ideas and see which one fits. And for this one, Jess mentioned two of them. So one is the one that you see, which is the one that we're using. And the other one is fuck a doodle do. Yes. And I had trouble choosing because I thought they both fit really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but me being, you know, a little pretentious yes. and thought of the symbolic meaning behind right. the you've got red on you because it starts off as just like a red pin stain, mm-hmm. which is very like, oh, well, just yeah. another thing for me to like worry about at my nine to five like right. on my uniform, mm-hmm. like whatever, who gives a fuck. And then just throughout the movie, he just gets more red stains yes. on him. But then obviously it's because of like the blood and the killings that he got. So I just thought that was really cool. Yeah. So I just thought that one fit a lot better. For sure. <laughs> and then fuck a doodle do was just funny <clears throat> to just me. Funny. It's just funny to me because the, de- the delivery of that line in the movie by uh, I think both Pete and, and Sean. Sean yeah. yeah, they both. Um, is just too good. So this movie is actually about to have its 18th anniversary. It came out on the 24th of September in 2004, Cute. which that's according to Google, but we know the internet be lying sometimes. Right. Now on the topic of the cast, <laughs> okay. now that we're on the topic of, of the cast, okay. um, I got to talk about my two bays, <laughs> Bill Nye and Martin Freeman nice being girl. in this movie. Um, okay. yeah. I love them both, okay. even though obviously Martin was on there for like 0.1 seconds. That's fine. Then... That's iconic. Yeah. Martin Freeman is a, I mean, I know, I know him from the Hobbit. Right. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, I but... say, so it's so funny. He plays Bilbo Baggins. Yes. But no, he, he's good. I can see how you could be attracted to him. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of a silver fox. He's 50 now. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that don't stop anything. Okay. Anyway, mm. um, but something <laughs> moving on again to the, to the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I really love. Um, is every single bit of foreshadowing that happens yeah, that's in this movie. True. I think that adds to the comedic effect. Um, it's just too good. Um, like, for example, Sean telling that kid, like, next time I see you, you're dead or whatever because yeah. he got hit <laughs> in the in the ball. Yeah. And then literally the next day, that kid is, like, dead. dead. Yeah. He's a zombie. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And then um, when, Sean, when Sean's at work... And he just got off the phone with Liz. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean's coworker is like, oh, I thought, you know, we're not supposed to be taking personal calls. And Sean was like, oh, it, it was corporate, you know, nothing to panic about. And then cut scene to a man running for his life. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, it's, it's just part of the, like, uh, I forget what type of comedy it's supposed to be. But, yeah, it's I like. I think it's a, just sat, like, yeah. whole, like, wholeheartedly just satire. Yeah. Um, which sidetrack is i feel kind of bad for noelle which was the the co-worker like the annoying co-worker the that annoying sean had co-worker? like the one that was telling him like oh i thought you know we're not supposed to take personal oh yeah because he turns into a zombie at the end yeah that's and they true. got like poor guy he already didn't want to be at work yeah and then they got him pushing carts oh that's in, true like yeah. in the afterlife and then like yeah i would hate that like I don't... <laughs> doing the job that you hate misery, being dude you Oh my gosh. That's but true. That's very true. Anyway, um <laughs> I have I have a few favorite scenes in this movie. Okay. Um the first one is when Mary, the like store worker. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
yeah. when um she when she gets impaled by yes. that pole. Um, I love that. It, and then Sean's face is like, oh my god, and, <laughs> and Ed is like, <laughs> he's like, well, well, well I guess that, well, I guess that really just yeah. happened. <laughs> it's so funny. And when I tell you, I re I I rewinded that scene so fast. It was so <laughs> funny. It had me and Alexia, because I recently watched it with Alexia, yeah. it had us, like, on the floor laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of my favorite scenes was when they leave the Winchester, and they're singing the song, and the zombies, like, harmonizing with them. Yeah! And, of course, another iconic, and again, not just because of Martin Freeman, okay. but another iconic scene is when they bump into um, Yvonne mm-hmm. and her gang, mm-hmm. like, when they're like trying to get to the Winchester, yeah, and they like kind of bump into each other in that little alleyway, yeah, and yeah. then they meet like the spinning image, like yeah, of each other. It's of, so of funny, another. yeah, it's so funny to me, and I love that. And then again, we see Martin <laughs> it's for me part of the yeah. Um, but my favorite kill, um, probably Mary. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary's first attempt, mm-hmm. which was when she gets impaled by mm-hmm. that pole. It's just. Not only is it, um, like, funny, because, like, Sean and Ed make it funny. Yeah. But, I, like, my mind is like, oh, my God, Sean thinks he just killed, like, a poor drunk girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, so he's probably like, oh, my God. But it's also, I love that in, like, Mary's hole, like, in the back, in her, like, actually. Like, you know, her actual back? Well, because... She has a hole in her because yeah. she just got impaled. Mm-hmm. I love how when she gets back up, you can just see them a little. Oh, you can see them like through her yes. holes. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny and I love that so much. Because, um, again, like Sean didn't know that she was a zombie. So oh, he that's just true. thought they that. They literally thought that she was just drunk. Just a drunk girl. I love how like... I think when it was, who's it? Uh, was it Ed or Sean? I think it was Ed who thought to throw a rock at her. Oh. And then Sean is like, dude, like hold on and then yeah. there she's obviously she didn't respond to it right but the show's so funny but anyway those were just some of my few favorite scenes and <laughs> just a and my favorite kill aside from the entire movie right but what about you monica <laughs> um i don't know um i will say hands down <laughs> the best kill for me in the movie was david's mm-hmm. and i think i liked it because it was the most gruesome Right. And I love, love, and appreciated the way that it was shot. Mm-hmm. I love the angle at which we, as the audience, got to see it. So how he was just surrounded by all of the zombies and how each and one of them were just... They tore into his abdomen first. Mm-hmm. And they just started feasting. They just started feasting on that man. Yes, <clears throat> and then beheading him. Which, yeah. it was such a great kill. And I loved it. Um, I would for sure love that as a poster. I think mm-hmm. just the way that it looked, it looked like, it just looked really cool. Um, but I will say that my favorite scene differs between the scene right before David dies. So when Sean finds out that his mom was bitten mm-hmm. and he had to kill her, which I loved it because it's where the film sort of gets some sort of heart and emotion. I don't know. I would like to think that I would react the same way mm-hmm. if I found out that my mom was bit. Right. I would be in so much denial and just try to keep her around, even though she's going to try and you right, know, eat yeah. me. But anyway, um, either that scene or <laughs> the one where um, Sean and Ed are fighting. 
mm-hmm. um, about like they're they're fighting off zombies for the first time mm-hmm. in his backyard. The bi- the bigger guy and Mary. Yes, yeah, oh <laughs> and then they find out that like broken vinyls yeah. work as a weapon. Yeah. So then they take their time going through that box of oh vinyls to be like, who is it? They're, they're like so mean. And he's like Batman soundtrack, and he's like throw it, throw it. <laughs> and he just chunks it, and it's so funny because then I think one of the records that he. He, I forgot which one it was. He was mm-hmm. like, that was my first own record. Don't throw that one. Oh. Like, don't use that one. And then another one was like, Purple Rain. And he's like, no. And right. He was just going through it. And I just thought it was like, it was like a great comedic scene. Super comedic. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it was so funny. Okay. Don't cancel me. Okay. But is I it, might. I kind of feel bad for David. No, I'm canceling. Okay. <laughs> like, obviously he made some terrible choices and some, and said some rude things. Was, I don't, but, I don't, I didn't like his character. Right. But something in me just feels sympathy for him. Like, I don't know. I don't... I don't know. Do you find him attractive? No, I don't. Mm. But I do feel like I could fix him. No. Okay. No. No, not me. Anyway, moving from that... (laughs) Moving on from one. Moving on from one. Um, From one character to Barbara was annoying. I'm sorry, Sean. I'm sorry, Sean, but your mother is annoying. Awful. Awful. And I don't think she was that bad. I think she, girl, she was so annoying. She was really, yeah, I will say, she, she was, was really like, naive. She, like, head home, like, head home. Like, lights on, no one's, one's home, home, you know what I mean? Like, it's, so, yeah. I'm like, she knew she got bit. She didn't tell anyone. That's true. And obviously I know it it's, thing. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say, like, it's not a zombie movie without someone getting bit and not telling the rest of the group. Exactly. But, I don't know. I, but, but it like, had to be her mom, like, his mom. Right. It had to be his mom. It, it. It sounds more like a... It sounds like something David di- would do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So that's why I was like... Hmm. But anyway. That's that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. She was she was a bit naive, sort of in her own world, wasn't really trying to accept what was going on, or maybe not taking everything as serious, and mm-hmm. I think that's what added the annoyance, because yeah. you're like, girl, we're literally fighting off right. all of these, like, you know, demons. But I don't know. I think, I think for me, the least like character for me was David. Mm-hmm. I just didn't appreciate him being a hater. I didn't appreciate him being a hater only because he was in love with Sean's girlfriend. Right. So I appreciate his death being the most artistic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's just me though. <laughs> right. But um, anyway, <laughs> but I, I recently, I think I mentioned, like I recently watched it with Alexia. Which Alexia is her best friend. Yes. For, I don't know, for whoever doesn't know. Right. <laughs> and Melody is her friend. best friend. Melody is my best friend and my roommate. So mm-hmm. we're always name dropping people, but mm-hmm. just so that there's clarification. Right. Um, again, I recently watched it with her and I'm sure we've all noticed the random bald spot on Ed. Yeah. Um, who again is played by it's Nick so Frost. It's so funny cause it's mm-hmm. like, it's never mentioned in the film. Mm-hmm. Like, right? It's right. never, like, no one ever points it out. No one right. ever says anything. Mm-hmm. It's just there. But, um, Alexia told me that she was so curious about why <laughs> he had this random piece of missing hair throughout the movie that she searched it up. Um, and according to Edgar Wright, which... Mm-hmm. By the way, this man has, you know, directed a bunch of other movies. And he has, really Just good to ones. name a few, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, love, Baby love, Driver, love. Last Night in Soho. All of those are Amazing. awesome movies. Yeah. Have you watched Last Night in Soho? Last Night in Soho, yeah. Yeah, That's nice. Good. It was good. Um, but anyway, Nick Frost decided that this missing chunk of hair would just suit his character best. Mm-hmm. And it's just something his character would have. Or do, and they sort of came up with this, a story behind it, which was something along the lines of if it was some drunken bet or thing where Ed and his friends just shaved parts of their hair off. <laughs> and honestly, 
that's what you call dedication towards <laughs> your job. That's so funny. Personally, couldn't be me. No. But um, I do appreciate him for going the extra mile and, you know, literally just shaving off a piece of, like, a like, piece of his hair, you know, just for the movie. Um, my first thought when I watched this um, it was that it just comes to show how Ed just either, one, doesn't care about himself or his body, and two just doesn't care about his appearance in general um but i guess it can literally be open for interpretation but yeah, yeah. i think i think that fits really well mm-hmm. i didn't know that that was like right. a bald spot i think some people look at it and they're just like okay moving yeah. on yeah but i think you see it in so many clips that you're just like i can see how alexia's uh curiosity kind yeah. of peak because i would too be like mm, why is he bald right um so this is what i mean when or at least this is what we mean when we say like actors and actresses hard work doesn't go unnoticed so for sure in their acting when they act their asses off right but it also goes by what they're willing to do and how far they want to go to basically be their character so that's really awesome to hear which ed is definitely like a laugh uh, for the film Mm -hmm. and it was so sad to see him turn at the end but i also love how sean basically kept him as a pet i love that would you keep me as a pet monica Uh, absolutely not (laughs) you should see her face right good because i wouldn't i wouldn't keep you as a pet yeah i would shoot i really no i think you would out of spite i think you would and just to just just to piss me off yeah really funny story Mm -hmm. um so you know that scene where philip starts turning into a zombie in the car yeah so you know sean asks ed to pull like pull over over. (laughs) because you know they you know philip is turning into a zombie right and as Ed is pulling over. He, like, spins a couple times. Um, when I was watching with Alexia, that scene came on. She said, that was you when you were crashing. And listen, <laughs> it's funny. We can laugh about it now because it's true. Okay. She's like, it's been a couple of days. It's been, it's been a week, bro. A week already? A week. Oh, my goodness. I know. Um, but anyway, the, like, everyone's facial expressions as they're spinning, it was literally me. <laughs> it was, li- like... Barbara's face, I, I don't know why I picture Barbara's face the most, mm-hmm. but Barbara's face as they're spinning was literally me. <laughs> I'll post a clip on I, Instagram. I was going to say, I don't, I can't remember specifically what they look like while they were spinning, but that was a pretty funny scene. Yeah. Um, I think what this movie does really well is the overall satire that we constantly see and see like how we are all so focused on ourselves and so used to, so used to our own routine that our surroundings just sort of go unnoticed. So we see it when Sean walks to the corner store again for the second time in the film. But this time, the streets are all messed up. And that's when we, we start seeing zombies, abandoned cars, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And Sean has literally no idea. Yeah. Not the aware. The way that I was, like, dying... I, I do remember, I think, the scene specifically when I watched it in middle school. Because obviously, like, I'm, like, 13, 14. So right. I'm like, oh my god, ha ha ha. But I watched it again, and I was like, dude... Like, me. That's mm-hmm. literally me. And I was like, and that's bad. Right. <laughs> it's bad to say, because, like, you need to be aware of your surroundings, please. Like, I especially feel like, now. Ugh, my sister wouldn't agree, but I feel like I'm I'm very aware. Like, one person could be acting so sus. Yeah. And, you know. Oh, yeah. They could don't be get like, me wrong. Like, I'll go to the grocery store. I'll go to the... I don't even go to the gas station by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just... That's a big yeah. deal for me. So, yeah, I 100% get it. But 
this is something that he does almost every day. Mm-hmm. He does it every day before work. He does it he, probably even on his days It's a routine, off. Yeah. yeah. it's a routine that you kind of don't expect. Like, he, it looks like he sees the same people every day. Right. So you don't really... Since everyone's already... Yeah, like, and then I'm assuming, you know, whether his neighborhood is quote-unquote a bad neighborhood or not, mm-hmm. like, you don't expect something mm-hmm. like this dramatic to happen, right. you know? So the way that this man said, home, corner store, home. Right. With no- nothing else in between mm-hmm. to mess that up for him. He even went into a store. He slipped on what I assume is blood. You don't see. Mm-hmm. But he goes into the corner store and he slips on blood. He even trips on the same curb when yeah. he's walking to the corner store. And he looks at the curb the same way. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, all right. Well, at least, you know, you know, it's like these little things. And it's just so funny. He goes back home and literally didn't even glance at his surroundings because this man is just so, like, yeah, you know. Stuck in routine, which comes to show another, yeah. like, realism of modern society. Exactly. You know, like, but... we're just so used to doing our own thing that mm-hmm. we don't even care. And another scene that I was going to mention, but you had already mentioned it, was the when they, like, pass each other. Like, they, they meet the group that's, like, identical yeah. to them. And they don't even, they're just like, hi, hi, yeah. hello. Like, they don't even think of like what they're wearing or right. like what they look like or you know that they're like that. literally meeting their spitting image or yeah whatever. exactly so but it's funny so i don't know i just really think that peg and frost also add to the comedic effect mm-hmm. i think their chemistry on film yes in not just in this movie but in like the other movies i think they do really well with bouncing off one another mm-hmm. i really want to know how much of this movie was like improv or right. if they even had to i don't think i looked into that actually, i didn't but... either and i'm curious because i'm like they're so good mm-hmm. <laughs> i wonder if peg and frost do conventions oh i were to hope so i sure. i didn't look into it i think they did comic-con 2013 um, I don't remember, but I would love to meet. Them. I mean, in the movie, Paul, the literal like opening scene is them at Comic Con. Oh, that's so, so true. It's the least they could do. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I would love to meet them. Me too, hundred percent. For me, I will say one thing that I did not appreciate about this film was how long it took to introduce zombie killing. So that could be my ADHD talking, thinking that this you know took too long, like the the intro right. quote unquote took too long. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We don't really see anything gore-like happening until 30 minutes into the movie. And the movie is not even that long. But I don't know. I would have appreciated a little bit more zombie action in the beginning. Um, but I, I think maybe, w- I, like, again, I kind of thought a little bit more into it and I could be wrong. But, like, I think maybe what I was missing is that I think this is more of a comedy movie before it's a horror movie. Right. So that could also be why. But I don't know. What, what do you What do you kind of think? feel like I don't have a lot of, like, complaints about this movie. Again, like, it's good. Um, maybe the thing that I didn't like was just some characters. I was also thinking of another thing a couple nights ago that I would kind of like to start doing. Um, yeah. And just to kind of take our obsession with horror just a tad bit fur- uh, further. <laughs> okay. um, we could... I'd like to begin playing a little Would You Rather... Would you rather become a zombie yourself okay. or watch a loved one get bit? And if you choose, you know, to watch someone you love get bit, mm-hmm. what would you do? Ooh. Okay. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. The selfless part of me would rather just become one. Right. Because right? I'm just like, no, me, choose right. me. <laughs> 
But the egotistic part of me believes that I would survive, okay. you know, this apocalyptic type of zombie world. Um, and that I would be one of the only ones standing. Mm-hmm. Knowing damn well I know nothing about weaponry. <laughs> so I don't even know if I would even go that far, right? But I really do think I would rather become one. One, because I'm already dead. Right. Inside. So, why not? You just but, gotta be dead on the outside. Exactly. But I don't think I can handle any more trauma. That's so true. So, I, can you imagine for the people who, like, let's say all of this was real, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine the amount of trauma that you have to endure mm-hmm. to get through, like, an apocalyptic type of world and watch people around you die or turn and everything? And who are you going to talk to? That's true. Yeah, no. I don't think I can handle any more trauma. So, I think I would just slowly start to give up once I start seeing, like, family and, like, friends. I really only have, like, four friends. Mm-hmm. And I have, like, five family members. So Cute. It's not a lot. Love that. So if I start seeing them die, I'm giving up. <laughs> Love that. Love that what about you? <laughs> um, again, hard. But I would probably say, I, I think I was leaning towards, you know, watching a family member, like, get bit. Yeah. And my answer was going to be like, well, I'll just shoot them. <laughs> but you know what? I might as well just become one. Yeah. Just become one. Because I don't have to pay bills. I, don't I mean, to... not that in the apocalyptic That's type of true. zombie world it would matter. But... Right. But I don't have to think about anything except That's food. True. And I already do that, you're so... You're going to be strategic with things. Right. You're going to have to start, like, and, really budgeting. And here's the thing. Quote-unquote budgeting with, like, if, if I If I start, like, if I start turning and someone kills me, boom. Good. That's it. That's it for me. Yeah. Like, give it. But is this also selfish? Because it's, like... I don't want the trauma. I don't want the trauma to be induced in me, but like me dying is that going to cause trauma on somebody else? <laughs> Maybe, but who cares? We're dead. Like, <laughs> but who cares? What does it dead? matter? That is one hundred percent true. That is a hundred percent true. So yeah, okay, I see that. I see that, and you make a very valid point. Appreciate it. <laughs> but we would like to start including ratings. So we have come up with two different scales. One is going to be a scary scale, and the other one is going to be a satisfactory scale on, you know, whether the movie was actually good or not. They, both scales will range from 1 to 10. The two scales are because, just because a movie is scary, or has scary elements, does not always mean that the movie itself overall was actually good, or vice versa. Sometimes the movie, like, overall was really good, but it does not mean that it was scary. Right. And this also, I think, kind of helps people with who can't really handle a lot of horror, if that makes sense. But, Jess, you mm-hmm. go first. What do you rate this movie on a scary scale and then on a satisfactory scale? Okay. So, scary, um, I'd probably do, like, a 4 out of 10. Okay. Only because the comedy overpowers the scariness i guess which there i mean there's like one or two scenes that are jump scares and i'm like i do find myself jumping that's true um so i'd probably say like a four out of ten and then satisfactory scale a good nine and a half out of ten because again like like i mentioned earlier i really don't have many complaints yeah about this movie for sure um it's good. It's comedic. I think once you just are obsessed or just love a film, so yeah, much, it's hard to it's hard to find flaws. Yeah. That's ugh, it's so unfortunate, but it's that's me with Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. and it's me with well, 
No, I can find fault in that. But I and it's the same with me with like Child's Play, like right. any of the movies of Chucky the the Chucky universe. Mm-hmm. That's me. So okay, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, I think I'm about the same. I'm going to give this movie a three out of ten on the scary scale, and the three is mostly for like the semi gore that we got to see. It's not, you know, it's no Saw movie. It's not like super gore or like hostile, right? Um, but it's also not shy with the blood, which I appreciated. Yeah, and like you know, some of the killings and stuff. They did hide some of the killings, but I'm telling you, it was just that scene mm-hmm. where David dies. <laughs> I loved how gruesome that was. That, so yeah, that, that is was, the goriest. Yes, yeah. that was like the goriest kill. So I that was a three for me. But on the satisfactory scale, I am going to also give it a good 9 out of 10 um, as well. I just love the comedy, the tone, and the overall performance of the movie. Mm-hmm. Again, I just didn't appreciate them taking a while for the zombies to show up, but that's just me being, you know, me, like, part of the horror freak in me. Yeah. So I get um, it. But I don't know. I, I loved it overall. And I... Can't go wrong with this one. Exactly. Um, but y'all should let us know your rating as well. When we post, um, I think we'll probably post like an Instagram, you know, post and all of that. When and this episode comes y'all out, can yeah. comment your ratings and your answer to the would you rather. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think that concludes our episode, which as you can tell, we are huge diehard fans of Shaun of the Dead. Um. We have had so much fun, not only recording this episode. <laughs> that was a terrible British accent. I'm sorry. I can only do that around my friends who will not judge me. Uh, uh, Jessica doesn't count. Because <laughs> uh, everyone knows I have the best British accent. I actually don't agree, babes. Really? I don't. I think you do. But anyway, yes, this was such a fun episode. Again, we love this movie. We can't you know stress that enough. we cannot stress that enough right. um if you liked this episode please tune in next week when we talk about a very special movie which is drum roll please <laughs> final destination yeah which boy <laughs> is really exciting because we actually recently got to meet devin sawa yeah. so we'll we'll talk about our experience meeting him um and all of that so again stay tuned to that episode next mm-hmm. week and again thanks for listening you guys um we we'll, truly we'll appreciate be able to thank you guys in, at the end of every episode yeah <laughs> well we truly appreciate you guys listening um we've been your hosts jessica and monica we'll talk to you guys later stay, stay safe and stay, and stay spooky. spooky oof that was scary i can't wait to come back next week